0: This will be my first and last contribution to the idiotic and childlike discussion of who is the most useless Avenger. Okay, so clearly where we are now is uh, Sean said Ant Man was at the bottom of the list. On the other hand. With Black Widow, who is Scarlett Johansson, who I believe, I'm guessing, I don't know anything about this, but I'm guessing she's only in the movie because they wanted a hot chick in there to be. In a leather suit. A certain number of people to show up for that. She's an actual member of the Avengers whose superpower appears to be. Shooting pistols and karate, I guess. I don't know right. how that stacks up with, you know, Thor's and Thanoses and and these shapeshifters. It's but an then, odd pairing. But then we got a texture said Hawkeye is clearly the most worthless yes. Avenger. and that texture is correct. Uh, ben emails us at mailbag dot at com, and I'm quoting directly: If Ant Man had balls, he'd be Uncle Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Ben. You are my hero. <laughs> so the Avengers movie comes out tonight, tomorrow. Uh, th- yeah, this weekend. So uh, the the screenings start this uh, tonight for the for the great unwashed, they, the general public. They've already <laughs> it's going to be the biggest movie ever uh, until Star Wars comes out in a couple months. But the biggest movie ever, and China's already seen it, which I think is just wrong. Yes, something needs to be done about. That. Well, yeah, Hollywood has chosen its master, China, the communist Chinese. Not the American people, the communist Chinese. Our actors, our story, our superheroes. Right. Our script. Then you punch him with your left hand, then the right, well, then the, the left. The interesting thing is, and I put this somewhere, all, all the serious critics who say this is actually a good movie. Or like an actually really yeah, good movie. Yeah, I, I have seen that. Because so, no, a lot of these movies, the critics say, well, you know, if you like punching and flying around, it's and fine. And I do. But, but it's not really, you know, art. But right. People are saying this is art. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll see it on uh, the pay-per-view one of these months. Looking forward to it. One more note on this idiotic and childish discussion. This is an email from Rick. Uh, when Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye, hosted Saturday Night Live, there was a sketch with this exchange when the Avengers were in the middle of the battle. He's talking to uh, Captain America. Hawkeye says, I'll see you guys back at headquarters. Captain America says, What? Hawkeye says, I'm out of arrows. I rem- That's funny, I remember that. Black Widow, didn't you bring any extras? Yeah, I did, like 11 of them. <laughs> I remember that, and I didn't really get it at the time, because I'm not into the Avengers. But yeah, right. Okay, so that's the joke. It when he's is, out of arrows, he's got no power. It is kind of odd that you would have, like, a, a guy with severe... Uh, bipolar disorder, the Hulk. Yeah, radiation level strength. Right. You, you'd have a brilliant inventor with a metal suit who can fly around to shoot weapons. You'd have a Nordic god. You'd have a chick who's like some sort of assassin. And then an archer from Game of Thrones. I mean, that's that's an odd team. What? what Just what? in case the uh, Thanos comes out with a cavalry, you got the archers ready. What does Hawkeye <laughs> talk about with Thor, for instance? I'm a demigod from another dimension. Really? I was like the best archer in my high school. I really like William Tell. Yeah, I can I can fly across the universe. That's gotta be cool. I can usually hit stuff when I shoot an arrow. So it says here, Sean, when we last saw our heroes, we were they were licking their wounds and mourning lost friends. So there Bunch was of a wound lickers. So it was a cliffhanger, in the last movie, and then this is the This is the resolution of the okay. the, the, the big fight that is this is the twenty second? A uh, movie in the Marvel Cinematic Jeez, Universe. That seems like plenty. Um, and there will be there will be more. They're setting it up for uh, the Avengers post this current cast of actors when their uh, eleven picture deals expire. There you go.
1: Okay, then.
0: All right, moving along. So we're gonna air the Joe Biden announcement video again for you here in just a little bit. If you didn't hear it, he announced and he is the front runner, and I think he's a real front runner, not like a Rudy Giuliani or a Fred Thompson. I I think, but. Could be wrong. So a couple of other correspondents that I thought were absolutely worth bringing up, and then we'll get to the Joe Biden video. And if you haven't heard it yet or seen it yet, it is starkly anti-Trump, and specifically Trump is a racist. Yeah, it's an interesting angle to go with day one. Yeah. So I got this note from a frequent correspondent, Mike, who um, was... We were talking about uh, in-store ads and facial recognition cameras and that sort of thing. You know, it can read your gender, your age, your mood, whatever. And then all of a sudden your phone lights up and says, hey, you look hungry. Snickers bars are half price on aisle six. Uh, What the hell? Um, Well, Mike, uh, there it is. uh, He lives near the Walmart home office in beautiful Arkansas. There you go. Benton, Arkansas. Yep. And uh, he sees. He says, I get to see the test market stores. It is true that there are screens to suggest products for you as you shop. Uh, last week, we went to a Bentonville store specifically to get a Barbie skipper thing for my daughter. We had looked online at home in a different town to see where it was in stock. Walked into the store to go to the toy aisles, and this is what we saw on the floor shining from the heavens above. I took a picture of it. And it is, here I'll let you take a look at it, it's projected from cameras onto the gray floor that we all know from Walmart, and it's a glowing arrow that says that the skipper thing for Barbie, straight ahead, 1998. Wow. With an arrow. Know, how did they know they were looking for that? Yeah. Well, Mike's assumption, Mike's quite a bright guy, he writes in all the time, is that because they'd been searching online, oh my somebody God. had the data and, and it were, got to Walmart. And were able to tell when you walked in the room. Yes. Oof, that's a oh, little yeah. frightening. So I search for this at home on my computer. I show up at the Walmart. Walmart knows I'm there and what I've been looking at. Yes. And then You mean... On one yeah. hand, you could say, that's pretty damn handy. You know that I came here to fight And as soon as I walk in the door, you say, yeah, it's right over there. Yeah. Yo, Joe, the uh, Titleist golf balls are to your left, right there, fourth shelf. Although if I walked in and somebody said, hey, Jack, I know you're here to get a quart of oil for your motorcycle, <laughs> I'd think, what the hell? Right, you'd be completely freaked out. Another time, I'll email about Area 71, Walmart's data collection facility that's an underground disaster proof facility of Highway 71 that has armed guards and walls like a prison. This is the for profit version of what they're doing in China to make sure you're not uh, against the politics of the time. Right. It's the same technology, and our government will use it at some point for the same reasons. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. China's for profit, too, obviously, but this one's only for profit. Whereas China has the brave goal of reorganizing society, um, so moving along. God, uh, where where does this go next? Where you're 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 somewhere, and uh, somebody has the information. Yeah, you were googling. You're kind of interested in uh, the whole healthcare thing, and then you you hit them with some information right there to to try to get them for your candidate. I mean, that's gonna happen, mm. and then you were uh you were bad mouthing the, pre- the the president or the local mayor. I'm going to keep an eye on you for the same reason. Unbelievable. And, and here. Here, essentially. Ben Shapiro tweeted this and uh, it's getting a lot of reaction. <laughs> it is a Ben of... Shapiro needs to stop being so smart. It really bothers me. He it's a it's a rainbowish looking sign affixed to somebody's lawn. It says in big letters up top attention bigots And at the bottom it says, misery awaits. But then it has a list of of people that are considered bigots and deserve misery. I will read you that list. Homophobes, transphobes, misogynists, xenophobes, ableists, racists, classicists, body shamers, slut shamers, capitalists, cis men. Um, What's a cis man? God made me just like... Cis, uh, that, uh, 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 a man who identifies as a man. I know that, but how is it or as a... cisgender, yeah. How is it as a criticism? You're a bigot. That? For, being, Shh, with, for you know, being that? I would be happy if the bigot would shut up. I'm no, just what, responding no. as this person would respond. Okay. Yeah. Well, and keep in mind that... I'm confused. If, so if you identify as what you were born with, you're automatically wrong? You're a bigot. Uh, Islamophobes, anti-Semites, cops, Bible thumpers... Uh, Y.A.F. members. I don't know what that is. Um, Or I've forgotten. Libertarians. Wow. Hey. Republicans. Fascists. Heteros. Young Americans Foundation, a conservative youth organization. So if you're among the 97% of the population that swings straight, you are a bigot. Anti-choicers. Ben Shapiro. Richard Spence. (laughs) Billionaires. The KKK. Quote, nice guys. White supremacists. Rapists. Abusers. Ice, Trump, pedophiles, S- oh, creationists, po- prison guards, bourgeoisie, cat callers, meninists, uh, borders, border wall buffoons, colonists, people who stop at yellow lights. Well, and now, now we wait agree. a minute. See? See? Yeah, well, you got uh, like me on I'm board. always telling you, you, there's always room for agreement. Uh, polluters, CEOs, millionaires, mansplainers, internet trolls, imperialists, frat boys, rage apologists, cultural appropriations, landlords. Wow, so anybody who owns a place and rents it to somebody is a bigot. Uh, People who don't tip, Nazis, wardens, impact something, Zionists, horny men on the T.L., and climate change deniers. What's attention, this? bigots, misery awaits. What's the TL? Uh, timeline. So uh, horny dudes in my mentions, essentially, like uh, oh, okay. people responding to me any, on my any timeline. Any chance it's a Russian troll, though, just trying to get us to go against each other? Posting front yard signs? That it seems like kind of a, a painstaking way for the Russians to troll us, but it could be. So Joe Biden announced with a video that's getting some attention. And he, he went uh, harder against Trump than I would have guessed from... Uh, From moment one Plus he's a cis man We should revisit Joe Biden's um, Dropping out in 1987 We got the audio from that Where he decries the political process Of the time and how ugly it had gotten 30 years ago Well it's worse now Joe Well he had to sniff a lot of hair before he got over that (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show Uh, Armstrong and Getty The conscience (laughs) Of the nation Strong
1: and Getty Show. For having been put in a position, put myself in a position, of having to make this choice. And I am uh, no less frustrated with the environment of presidential politics. Be that as it may, I've concluded that I will stop being a candidate for president of the United States. Biden's.
0: Tr- That's Joe Biden Jr. getting out of a presidential race in 1987 when he was running. Well, that was that was like 30 something years ago. for For pretty ridiculous reasons. We talked about it earlier. If you want to get the podcast, but it's such the way that that presidential politics works when things get piled on sometimes, and a wave gets going, and it just. And it's not easier now than it was then. He was talking about the uh, you know, the, the, the media, the frenzy, the culture, the system we've got. Well, it's way crazier now. I'm surprised, though. He's, he seems to have survived the hair sniffing incident. I thought that was going to doom him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, although that will be reapplied as necessary, as they say on tubes of medicine. Those those <laughs> videos will pop up. They'll be here. They'll be there. You'll watch him. You'll be a little weirded out again by them and just sowing the seeds of doubt. All right. Well, so he, uh, he released this video today. It's him staring at the camera more or less. And uh, you just want to play it? For yeah. Time?
1: Yeah. Why not? We can roll it. Charlottesville, Virginia is home to the author of one of the great documents in human history. We know it by heart. We hold these truths to be self evident, that all men are created equal, endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights. We've heard it so often it's almost a cliche, but it's who we are. We haven't always lived up to these ideals. Jefferson himself didn't, but we have never before walked away from them. Charlottesville is also home to a defining moment for this nation in the last few years. It was there in August of 2017. We saw Klansmen and white supremacists and neo Nazis come out in the open. Their crazed faces, illuminated by torches, veins bulging, and bearing the fangs of racism. The fangs of racism. Who knew racists were befanged? I tell you what, it is
0: striking in its call to negativity and fear. And I'm not trying to be like prejud- prejudicial. I'm not trying to judge it. I'm just trying to explain, just from a political point of view, political science point of view, to strike that negative a note and say I'm going to save you from this. It's just it's a it's a really uh, atypical strategy for rolling out a campaign. Uh, my memory from reading about him back in the day was he was uh, he's closer to Trump than Hillary in terms of consultants versus gut on uh, political stuff mm-hmm. he's more of a like he feels like he can read the room or the nation or whatever yeah or you know i don't know if like he has polling that he, that that shows him that way more people are upset about that than i realize or if it's just his gut feeling that that's a good angle but it's, it was surprising to me i didn't think he'd go i mean the i don't know if he said it yet if we've gotten there yet but where he talks about it, it's like germany in the 30s wow you're going with the we're we're up against Nazism right. in, in the opening Nazi video. Germany. In the opening video, yeah, roll on.
1: Chanting the same anti-Semitic vile heard across Europe in the thirties, and they were met by a courageous group of Americans, and a violent clash ensued, and a brave young woman lost her life. And that's when we heard the words of the President of the United States that stunned the world and shocked the conscience of this nation. He said there were, quote, some very fine people on both sides. Very fine people on both sides? But those words, the President of the United States assigned a moral equivalence between those spreading hate and those with the courage to stand against it. And in that moment, I knew the threat to this nation was unlike any I had ever seen in my lifetime. I wrote at the time that we're in the battle for the soul of this nation. Well, that's even more true today. We are in the battle for the soul of this nation. I believe history will look back on four years of this president and all he embraces as an aberrant moment in time. But if we give Donald Trump eight years in the White House, he will forever and fundamentally alter the character of this nation, who we are. And I cannot stand by and watch that happen. The core values of this nation are standing in the world. Right? All right. So going to save us from democracy. Nazism. <laughs> and that, the point is, like many
0: old men, he just goes on and on and on. Uh, you know, we got this. Like note. many old men. <laughs> Got this note from Matt in Napa. I know I am generally a leftist pain in the ass, but I totally agree in regard to Charlottesville and intersectionality and the rest of it. Just the idea that Trump has been misquoted in that thing. He has specifically condemned the KKK, white supremacists, other hate groups, etc., but... You no, know that's, that's the narrative that's pretty hot, and Uncle Joe's trying to surf it. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Obama not going to be among those endorsing Joe Biden early on, and we have a Patriots owner sex tape update. Oh, good. Oh, can't wait to see an old man having sex. Ah, uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. And- Take my kids to see the Avengers movie, or is there some adult fare in Avengers movie? No, just comic book punching. Um, um, that'd be po- fun. Possibly some some deaths, or at least the theme of death right. being prevalent. But in terms of actual ages, I've, I certainly no my third grader. I think. Then I'll I'll go to one of them websites that tells you. Yep, those are good. On uh, news now, Marshall Post. Well, Joe Biden's in it, but don't look for any early endorsement from President Obama for his former vice president because Biden says
1: I asked President Obama not to endorse, and he doesn't want to. should whoever wins this nomination should win it on their own merits.
0: There you go. See, this is a sort of stupid crap that would keep me from running for president. Not that I could, but it just it's just stupid crap. So you've just announced day one. And the media's question for you is going to be, Obama didn't endorse you. Why? You know why. Why are you asking me? You already know. And it's just, who cares? So when it comes down to it, you'll have two people to choose from. And one is for... Slightly smaller government, less regulations, lower taxes, and conservative judges. The other one wants the opposite. Bigger government, more regulations, liberal justices, higher taxes. And those are your choices. And you get to choose between those two. <laughs> and none of this crap, like, why didn't Obama endorse you today, It just doesn't matter at all. Point of order, we've got to write something and get clicks. <laughs> Biden rolled out his presidential campaign with an online video this morning challenging the quality of President Trump's moral leadership. Leadership
1: that he says is endangering what makes America great. Folks, America's an idea. An idea that's stronger than any army, bigger than any ocean, more powerful than any dictator or tyrant. It gives hope to the most desperate people on earth. It guarantees that everyone is treated with dignity. and gives hate no safe harbor.
0: I thought he was describing Ant Man there for a while. Bigger than the ocean, stronger than any army, superhero. <laughs> good tie-in. President Trump welcoming Biden into the race with a tweet: "Welcome, sleepy Joe. I only hope you have the intelligence, long in doubt, to wage a successful primary campaign." Oh, see, that's that's a personal shot. <laughs> Whatever happened you having on? a good time, Joe? Whatever. Whatever happened to the high road? What you're not very <laughs> smart is a personal shot. On the other hand, Megan McCain is praising Joe Biden. The tweet coming just as reports surfaced that the McCain family will be backing Biden for president. Huh? What? I, I, uh, endorsements don't matter. Never have. Never will. Um, but I do think that if Biden got the nomination and Obama was on the trail with him that last couple of months, just drawing huge crowds, that'd be a big deal. That'd be a big deal. Can Barry still draw? I don't know. We'll find out. Megan McCain, by the way, announcing Biden will be interviewed on ABC's The View tomorrow morning, the show that she is co host uh, of. Whoopty S. Good <laughs> Lord. On another front, attorneys for New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft are scheduled to ask a judge to throw out video recordings that police say show him twice paying for sex at a Florida massage parlor. I think it's pretty interesting that according to the law, you're not allowed to audio or videotape people unless it's a big-time crime. We're talking like we're trying to find a, stop a murder or catch a murderer or whatever. Right. Not prostitution. You yeah. don't get to videotape people in private for prostitution in Florida. Crafts attorneys are expected to tell the judge that Jupiter police violated the 77-year-old's constitutional rights when they installed those video cameras in the Orchids of Asia day spa back in January. Why, that sounds relaxing and sexy. Orchids of Asia? Orchids yeah. of Asia. Yeah. Good name. In court documents, the lawyers write that a prosecutor Going down to the old A. O of a. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I am. Right after after play around the golf. In court documents they uh, write That, that fifty or eight year old that gets with craft oh yeah. oh yeah I'm on our list for four this afternoon in court documents, they write that a prostitution investigation did not quote warrant the eye popping invasions that occurred here that's why I think there's something else to this story there's some there's some reason that you had such high profile rich people going to that place and there's some reason the the, the government somebody was so interested in busting someone. So, moving backward to the previous story, it just clicked into my head. Uh, the, uh, the Biden candidacy, which, you know, the joke is it's peaking today. Uh, he could blow it up on The View. Mm-hmm. Those yammering yentas, those clucking hens, I mean, they say all sorts of crazy stuff and ask all sorts of questions. And he famously has, if not no filter, a not very tight filter. He could unleash something tomorrow. That does serious damage. I think his biggest vulnerability is around saying you're doing something perceived as sexist. I, I just... A guy his age is too old school. Who, to his credit, is not so careful and and, and consulted to death. Right. Right? That's one good right. thing about... But, but just his age and his manner and everything like that. And he, he's in that position where... He survived the hair smellings and the touchings and everything like that, which is one thing too far now, and I think he's in big trouble. Tell you what, he'll be caught on a live mic as they go to commercial breaks saying to Joy Behar, hey, make me a sandwich, would you, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> I just hope he doesn't <laughs> sniff anyone's hair. Make me a sandwich, would you, sweetheart? Scientist. And make it snappy. <laughs> Scientist, shake them buns, would you make me a sandwich, honey? <laughs> Call her <our> honey. <laughs> Scientists are closer to figuring out how to help the speechless speak. Researchers at the University of California at San Francisco have created a computer device that can translate the brain's speech centers into an almost natural-sounding human voice. Oh, wow. Amazing. How many people are speechless? Oh, no, I don't have those uh, figures in front of me. That'd be amazing. Can they do the opposite? A lot, a lot of people I'd like to have shut up. Can they turn off their... <laughs> exactly. Can people be silent? I'm sure they can. In the Journal of Nature, the scientists say the program could someday help those with serious illnesses or brain injuries speak almost normally again. Wow. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. That's Hawkeye right there. That sound. One of the Avengers. The weakest Avenger. (laughs) The lamest Avenger. Medieval weapons in a futuristic space battle. You mean you could lift like thousands of pounds and you're bulletproof? I got a bow and arrow. (laughs) Why don't you just get a gun? I mean replaced the bow and arrow hundreds of years ago. (laughs) I'm not good at guns, I'm good at bow and arrow.
1: Quit picking on me.
0: <laughs> Quit weapon shaming me. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I the back
1: of my head. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know why this made the papers, but it did. So this girl was the valedictorian at Princeton in 2016. Which should have to make you pretty smart. Sure. And uh, now she's engaged to her former professor. She's 25. He's 71. I don't know why that made the papers, but it did. 71? He's 71 was her professor when she was a little college kid. Uh, he'd have been in his 60s then, so but now she's 25, and he's 71. Huh. Kind of had a thing for her way older than her professor. <sighs> wow, that's uh, that's quirky. Yeah, it is. A couple of smart people, though, bonded over their thinking. Sure, right. It's really, it's admirable. It's a, uh, you know, it's a, we ought to all emulate it or something. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he's interested in. <laughs> yeah, mm So, uh, listen, I thought I had this audio handy, but I don't, but that's okay. I'll I'll just do it for you myself. Uh, You remember the story? It was was out in Northern California, like way Northern California. Two twin three-year-old boys were found locked in cage-like cribs. Well, there are cages. There are cribs that were made into cages. A crib with a lid on it is a cage. And, and we're talking about It's a cage that. before they can crawl out of it, too. The only reason you don't have a lid on it is because they can't get out of it. But anyway. The modified cribs stacked on top of each other, numerous plywood panels and metal hooks attached to keep the toddlers from escaping. Children's parents were arrested, faced multiple charges, initially including child endangerment. I want to hear more details on this, but I have talked about this a lot. Until your kid, because once once Sam could crawl out of the crib, I realized, well, why can't we put a top on this? I mean, because I put him in it before because he couldn't get out. Right. It didn't need a that lid. That was the purpose. It didn't need a top just because he couldn't get out. So I could put him in his crib and go in there and make a pot of coffee or whatever and come back and he was still in his crib. I put him in a cage. Right. Every parent does. Right. And at the point that they can climb over the railing, it's unsafe. That's child endangerment. On the other hand, there's much more to the story. Okay. Well, and, and there are awful parents who do horrible things. I'm not trying to deny that. Oh, of course. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, After interviewing the parents, the Modoc County District Attorney said they won't be charged with child endangerment after all because the parents explained they had locked the kids up to keep them away from dangerous items inside their home. Those dangerous items included a marijuana honey oil lab, which is extremely flammable. People get killed when they explode all the time. Methamphetamines, firearms, and ammunition. So, because they were just trying to kid, keep the kids safe from the guns and drugs and explosive lab they were running in their home, they weren't endangering the children. Now, that's some interesting thinking. Uh, that's, a, that's an interesting one. But, in general, and I remember asking this at the time, if I put a lid on my crib to do the same thing that I was doing a week ago when he couldn't crawl over it. hmm To the, achieve exactly the same result for the same reasons. Could the county charge me with something? Just because I need to go to the bathroom and I want him to know he's safe while I'm in the bathroom. How much marijuana honey oil can you produce on a weekly basis? <laughs> I'm not doing any of those things. How much Just... meth do you have? No, well, it, I suspect it would vary county to county, um, but nobody state to state, n- state, obviously. Nobody markets child cages. Well, you wouldn't call it that. Other than Trump's immigration system. This is Trump's America. Uh, but, we, we, no, you wouldn't call it that. Oh, man, we got to talk about this A crib is a cage. We need to come to terms with that. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's a cage that doesn't have a top because there's no need for one. The kid can't get over the walls. <laughs> it reminds me of when I had a big kennel for my two chicken murdering dogs. And then the one dog, Ace, learned to climb trees, and I had to put a roof on the kennel. Same thing. And then he had to fly. I wasn't cruel. I loved my dogs. Then he learned to fly. Right. He had to get a giant net around your property. Right. Then he learned to drive the car. <laughs> he had to <laughs> he keep the keys in a safe. Then he drank jet fuel and, <laughs> and shot fire out of his house. He could fly around the neighborhood and lock 3. Uh, oh, boy. Uh. Oh, Ace. Uh, Anyway, God rest his doggy soul. I I think it's hilarious that, uh, well, well, that's that's some good, you know what? If you're going to deal with what is, what is is these folks are drug dealers and have drugs and guns around. So if you accept that, mm. then that was some good parenting. Yeah, well. Caging their their toddlers. It's not good parenting to have your toddlers anywhere near a meth lab, Uh, though. No. Anyway, you were saying about your own. Our uh, uh, our oldest dog is in its final, certainly months, if not weeks, if not days. Oh boy, always hard to tell. And my wife and I are having that conversation. We're at the, are we not putting her down for our benefit or hers? Yeah, because is she enjoying life at all at this point? And it's just we don't want to do it, and we don't want to deal with it. Or yeah. In the same conversation many people have with their dogs. I, wonder, I wonder if I could find work as a putting your dog down counselor, because I I love dogs. I love Donix, um, our, our dog who we we ended up putting down. He had advanced cancer, um, and I think we went we we went through it in a rational and compassionate way. And I see people who are so wrapped up in one aspect of it or another that they can't deal with it. And, and I would like to be there, be of help to them. You'd be, Help them think through it. Hmm. My um, rates would be stiff. Yeah. Well, it's an important thing. This is one of my favorite dogs of all time, no doubt about it. Your current Ulster? Uh, yeah, the, the, the old one that's going to go soon. Name, please? Bianca. Bianca. Oh, that is Bianca. She is oh. a... Uh, She's an enormous dog. Been a show staple for years. She might be 180 pounds now. She's gained so much weight because she mm. did not get much exercise. 180-pound dog is a big dog. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it's two 90-pound dogs, and a 90-pound dog <laughs> is a very big dog. The math checks out. Yeah, and a 90-pound dog is a very, very large dog. Wow. But she's enormous, but just a fantastic dog with kids and everything like that. But you get big dogs. Their lifespan's like eight, nine years. Yeah, isn't that something? And they're gone before you know it. How old is she? She's nine. Yeah. That's a good run for a dog of her size, which but is disappointing. And she's at that, some days she's up and around a little bit. You think, okay, and then there's a couple days where she doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's funny. We've noticed Baxter, who when we adopted him, he was five and a half, and he's now a couple months short of seven. Um, he's gone from a early mature dog, like entering the real adult years, to a little slower now. You can see the change. Which is a little scary in a year and a half. It's you know it's but interesting that's why we love dogs so much. I think because they are yeah. with us for a limited oh, yeah. time. Oh yeah, there, there would no Sean, doubt. Sean, we'll talk about cats tomorrow. So, <laughs> why? It's it's so much because I have four dogs. Why do we, why would anybody have four dogs? That's an excellent question. Um, we have four dogs and uh, and you know there's there's a hierarchy with dogs and uh, she's still on top for now, but they're hmm. challenging her more and more. So when oh, it's, when it's boy. time to eat. She wouldn't let anybody else eat until she eats, and it's still the rule. But they challenge her now. Like, I'm going to come over and eat your food. What do you think of that old lady? Ah! You know right. you're not going to eat my food. All right? But uh, I think that's changing huh. quickly. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, there's, there's always the one dog that's in charge. Like, you are not eating until I eat. You just sit there and be hungry and watch me eat. When I'm done, you go ahead and eat. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead and eat. But that, they do that, and they just accept their position. And it's not always who's the biggest. It is in this case, but not always. Mm. Because our little pug pushes some of the other dogs around all the time.
1: (laughs) Which is just embarrassing.
0: I say to to Big Z, look at you, look at him. Don't let him push you around. This is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. It's a pug. (laughs) That's some tough talk. (laughs) He can't even hardly breathe. Wow. My wife wants to get the operation for the pug so he can breathe better. What's that going to cost? She's going to look into it. So you breed a dog... On purpose. Right. So it has a smushed up face that can't breathe, and then you pay for an operation so it can breathe? What the hell is that? Oh wow. Okay. I'll leave that to you (laughs) folks.
1: It is now my incredible privilege to present final thoughts with
0: these moron
1: Armstrong and getting that's all Trump. That's right. So thank you, I didn't Mr. Hear one. President. Sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your host, Joe Getty. Completely unedited. Let's uh, get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Hey, Positive Sean, final thought? I encountered one of the more chilling things that I've seen on the Internet today. I posted it at armstrongandgetty.com. It is a monkey manipulating a smartphone, scrolling through Instagram, finding a video of another monkey and watching it. Yeah, it's pretty troubling Speaking of cages, how do you put that thing in a cage? That's a person, smarter than many people I know yeah. You don't, you'll end up with oh. a planet of the apes <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want? Marshall Phillips, final thought well, I haven't mentioned this because I am a manly man But I have been fasting since 6 o'clock last night No food and no coffee Because I'm going off for some blood work But I am starving They make you fast starting at 6? Seems a little yeah. early to cut it off well, yeah, the, the work schedule makes it awkward. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. yeah, right? Hey, Michelangelo, final thought. Uh, Joe Biden's campaign will come to an abrupt end when he tries to capture the youth vote by putting as many oranges in his mouth at once on live TV. <laughs> the stunt will go poorly and look outdated. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, your final thoughts. Good <laughs> <laughs> look out, David. Uh, piggybacking on Sean's, if you haven't seen the video we have linked at armstrongandgetty.com of this monkey scrolling through Instagram, it could change your view of humanity in the world. I mean, the way the monkey just seems to like, no, no, with its thumb and just kind of switching through. Oh, there's something interesting. It's yeah. just troubling. Show it to your kids and then make chee chi sounds at them when they're staring at their phone i uh, my I'm, I'm trying final start to just split it out of my head. Oh, yeah, I see your point on your pug. It's like buying a Great Dane and then giving him leg shortening surgery. <laughs> or, the dog's too tall. Uh, right, yeah, exactly. You know, buying a Dachshund and getting him prosthetic legs. They so walk <laughs> right. high. Yeah. Why don't you just get the dog you want to start with? That's, That's what I'm saying. One that can breathe, for instance. Right. Armstrong and Getty are up another grueling four-hour workday. Email us, won't you? Mailbag at com. God bless America. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. And the show's over. (coughs) What? Bye-bye. My arrow thing only holds 11. 12 if I really cram them in there, but it's not safe. Anyway, good luck. Armstrong and Getty.